you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how's your week been? Uh, this week was... This week was fine. I think... Hmm. I think it was... Work was kind of busy. Mm-hmm. People were getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. So, like, at least this weekend actually felt like a weekend and not just another day. That's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, that. I was, like, looking forward to Friday when I could, like, shut the laptop and start my weekend. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I actually... um So, I actually was like felt like this was a weekend Mm -hmm. but as for my week it was fine you know it's the huge i hate to be like i'm somewhat used to now i mean i think it's natural to have gotten used to it at this point for me last week was uh number six Mm -hmm. six weeks of me working from home probably a hardcore five of like i was about to say i think it was six for me too six for me um and i haven't I've only gone to the grocery store when I need to, yeah, um, and we get to go to record. So outside of seeing Sydney, and that's after I give her <laughs> a wipe and down, a wipe. Well, not today. I'm growing, <laughs> but I also ask her what she's been doing since I last saw her. Um, and I saw my mom briefly, um, but you know it's been the usual. Actually, I did see my grandparents through the door. Mm-hmm. I was dropping stuff off. Our church is doing a relief drive for COVID to help people in the area, like a food drive, mm-hmm. household products. Mm-hmm. So when I went to drop it off, my grandparents live so close. It just didn't, I had to go over there. Yeah. So I called them and I was like, I'm here. Just open the door. Right. Because the screen door will stay that way. Yeah. And it was so good to see them. But I got emotional. Yeah. Because it was just like. I miss my family, and I know that. But mm-hmm. I can't be like, I miss my family all day. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, to me, for me, I can't go, I miss how my life was before. Like, because it's not, it's not what it is right now. Right. I don't know when it will be, uh, quote, unquote, normal. So it's right. like me stewing on it won't help me in my current state. Mm-hmm. But seeing my grandparents, which I'm glad they're doing well, made me emotional. My grandmother got emotional. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're in some weird... Like, I feel like Lifetime movie where we're, we're touching our hands against the screen door. Yeah, like you in jail. Yes! It just <laughs> felt so weird. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. And as much as I'm over it, I'm still in a very privileged space. Yeah. So I try not to complain too much. I'm certainly allowed to feel what I want to feel. Absolutely. But I don't like to stew on it too much because for me, it could be a lot worse. I am employed. Mm-hmm. I am in a quarantine space where, like, um, I'm in a comfortable space. Everyone, mm-hmm. people are quarantined. There are people living with people they don't like, living with people that have stressful relationships, mm-hmm. etc. I'm not in that Got case. Kids in their face while they're trying to work. And- All of that. I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. I live alone. I'm in my home. I'm doing what I want. Mm-hmm. And some people would rather that. So that's true. That's so true. So anyway, I'm doing all right. I hope everyone else is coping as healthy as well as you can and mm-hmm. hopefully lord hopefully sometime during the summer we be out <laughs> yes please god with mask i'm st- i don't i don't know about y'all but even when we in the clear 
I'm still, embracing the mass culture. And being like, oh, 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 the seat between us. Like, <laughs> I am. I gotta be honest. This will change me a little bit. I think I'm gonna be a little bit more thoughtful in the well, way I funny, interact with people. I can't even lie. The like, so the first day we worked from home was March 13th. I still pretty much had my regular weekend that weekend, but I did like when you sit at a bar. I feel like you default to having an empty seat between you and others. But like everybody was doing that, and I think. Like, even when a new person walked in and they wanted to sit at the bar, they saw, like, the empty seat between each person and they respected it and went and sat at the table. <laughs> like, it was like, we still know, like, this our last chance out, you know? Like, don't push it. Don't come sit next to me. And, like, this lady came up semi next to me because she was ordering food to go. And she was like, I'm not staying. I'm just leaning here. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, like you're not staying here, man. But, so I do think it'll be more of that whenever we get back whenever outside open again i won't say normal because we don't know how normal it's gonna be for some it will be yeah They'll go back to their normal life yeah for some um i hope that's the case for most but well i hope people are more thoughtful in their actions one Mm -hmm. treat the planet better treat people better Mm -hmm. and stop being a dirt ball I'm just saying. Right. Yeah, that's true. Those are things that I think everyone should take away. If they're not, if they're doing it, keep doing it. If they're not, care a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but my week, I was just busy for work. Um, had a really busy week and had like meetings after work for stuff. So, um, yeah, I was a little, it was so busy that like yesterday, I think I stayed in, I was just laying in bed and watching TV till like 3 p.m. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't feel like getting up. <laughs> like, I'm just going to lay here. Um, and I'm sad that tomorrow's Monday, but... I know. It is a bit. The thought of opening up that laptop. <laughs> right. And, like, clicking your Outlook to open. <laughs> right. And I have Microsoft Teams, and that Microsoft Teams bubble pop up. <laughs> hey, you're all set. It's like, mm, great, great, I'm all set. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a busy week, but, like, I don't know, I think... It's weird on the weekends because I'm always looking forward to Sunday night because of the shows that come on, but I'm not looking forward to Sunday night because then that means Monday is coming, so it's weird. I'm like, I wish these shows came on on Saturday night or Friday night so I didn't, like, wait all weekend. people be out. That's why they don't do it, typically. but... Now we not. Typically, (laughs) people are out. Right. So, um, but yeah, my week was good. Just, Just busy overall. Um... Nothing additional to report. So, what's happening in the media? Uh, I have a little back injury, guys. <laughs> and so, I was stretching out a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, you know, corona, corona, corona. Um, right, except for that. Asriel Clary, mm-hmm. R. Kelly's ex-girlfriend, kind of announced that she will be um, showcasing what happened, her living conditions, things of that nature via, like, a YouTube series. Mm. Okay. Um, she'll be telling her side of the story and what she's experienced. Mm-hmm. When is this happening? Um. Because niggas don't got nothing else to do. How about So, <laughs> like, you know we watching, girl. I'm certainly, I'm interested, I ain't gonna lie. I am too, Only but I don't because... think I would be as interested if I had other things to do. I think I will, I feel like the highlights. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that would be me probably. I would look for 
clips, highlights, and maybe read an article, but I don't know if I would watch all of it if I wasn't condemned to my home. So she already put an intro video out. Mm -hmm. So she's just saying, this is what I'll be chatting about. And then I guess from weeks to come, she'll post her schedule. The reason I'm most interested is because she's a current pretty current ex yeah yeah. um and a lot with the documentary series were women that were years ago and stuff like that even Mm -hmm. though the behavior is very much so the same i'm just interested in hearing someone who was close to him up until rather recently yeah up until he finally got to jail right and just what happened and, and also i'm more curious not necessarily what she's been through i hate to say that but more of what was the Switch. spark? Yeah. What was the moment? And, and it could have been something small in a buildup. I'm more mm-hmm. curious of what was her moment when she's like, okay, this isn't right. Yeah. When did it become like, this isn't right. And mm-hmm. then it's, this isn't right. I want to leave. Cause that's right. two different things. It's yeah. one thing to know it, but you're in it. And you I'm, know what I mean? I'm interested in seeing how healthy she is now. And what help she has gotten to get to that point. And also, if she has reached out to... What, Jocelyn? She's still... She's still with him. If she's reached out to Jocelyn and tried to talk to her in any way, even though they did not end on good terms, no. I wonder, you know, has she been able to have any influence on her? So, I guess we shall see as she drops these episodes in the series. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, moving on. Um, oh, I want to talk about the Versus series, right? Mm-hmm. So, finally, uh, uh, Lord, what's her name? Babyface mm-hmm. and uh, Teddy. Mm-hmm. Got it together. Kinda. They <laughs> still had some issues. Right. Um, Babyface had his setup. Mm-hmm. Grammys out, candles, <laughs> he had on his velvet jacket. He was ready to go. Right. Um, then you had... Then you had... Um, why can't I... His name's Teddy, right? Yeah, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. I don't know why. And he had Teddy. Still... Being Teddy. Yeah. I, I'm like... Um, I, I'm starting to feel like this is just his personality. It has to be. <laughs> because I'm like... This is... Because uh, one moment... Reaches out one moment, like it's so funny to me. Is how, like, when Babyface pulled out the guitar, mm-hmm. Teddy was like, uh, uh, Well, they told me <laughs> no, uh, man, they told me no instruments. Oh, oh, man, you could tell he was hot. He was. And so then, and when like, it's charging, because you. you was doing too much, right? That's why they told you no instruments. You had a you band, had, you had the whole setup, sir. So then, when he had to get his charger <laughs> and was figuring things out. <laughs> And it cut off and came back. Magically, there's a keyboard <laughs> there now. He was like, oh, 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 we doing this? <laughs> right. Charging my foot. You want to get an instrument. Just like a, a uncle. That's <clears throat> what my old uncle would do. So <laughs> then, then they started having technical issues. Later out, Instagram yeah. acknowledged it was their fault. Yeah. They, we, we, they broke. We kind of like people broke Instagram mm-hmm. with their live capabilities. So then it was like a separate. Because then like you can baby faces like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to keep calling. So then it was like you had to choose which one you wanted to end the night with. <laughs> I started with Teddy. Then I went on to Babyface mm-hmm. to see his ending. So it wasn't the traditional, but we got to experience yeah. it. 
Um, Babyface, to me, chose better songs. Some of Teddy's songs, I was like, you could have done better. Like, mm-hmm. I had other songs of his where I'm like, that's what you should have played. Mm-hmm. But speaking of that, there are talks of this Dr. Dre versus Diddy. Mm-hmm. And Timberland and Swiss now have brought up this whole paying again. Um, but this time, Swiss Beats, because they got backlash, mm-hmm. and Swiss Beats, it was for charity, it was for COVID relief. And what I say to that is... Just ask for donations then. Don't charge. No, no, no. Don't ask... No. Y'all, oh, well, true. Y'all as got artist money. community, <laughs> right? you decide That's what true. organization you want to donate to. That's true. If this is for the people, majority of people right now are in crisis mode. So right. shame on you. That's true. Trying to be like, well, it's for charity. Yeah. This was supposed to be for charity right. to an extent. This right. was supposed to be for the people mm-hmm. and for the culture and it's a hard time yeah. and now y'all pay, like y'all pull the money. That's true. Yeah. Because bet- frankly got it. frankly between Dr. Dre Diddy Tim Lannis, that alone <laughs> could pull a couple million to donate if y'all wanted to. Yeah. So just stop. I just yeah. feel like no. Find some sponsors. Do it that way. I don't think anyone if you Agree. I don't think anyone should have to pay anything. Donate, like Sydney said, have a donate option. Right. But I really don't think no one should be donating. I mean, unless you feel like you want to, but right. Because like, yeah, I, mean, I just I think some people that don't got as much as they got still may want to donate, and I mean that's okay if they want to open it up to others. But I don't think it should be a requirement. Because to, to me, that defeats the purpose. The whole You're purpose supposed of to be it. providing something for people because we all in the house. Some of us are going through a hard time. We want to be out. You're providing us with entertainment to get through this moment. And for the record, it's still a track list. <laughs> I mean, that too. So let's be very clear here. Y'all sitting playing songs that we could play if we wanted to. <laughs> right. So like charging us to hear... A track list is like, mm-hmm. that's another thing. And I'm it's like, not like y'all performing it, because that would be one thing, but still no. You know, right, <laughs> and you're not, because all, for example, like a Dr. J uh, Diddy, you y'all have to not. get all your artists. I mean, what? <laughs> right. You have to get so many other people involved for it to be worthwhile. That's true. Anyway, speaking of just donating, I just want people to be careful. Mm-hmm. If you're wanting to donate to COVID-related causes, just make sure... You do your due diligence. Yeah. There are scams out here. Mm-hmm. I find that sometimes the local organizations, you can see your money or your your kindness get into the hands of people who need faster than the bigger ones. Yeah. Not shaming all of the big ones because some do do good work. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, do your due diligence. Yeah. Have some discernment on whoever you decide to give money to, um, maybe donate food, whatever the case and is. And that's what we did. Cause my, Just, you know. My Deltaversary is tomorrow. And, like, you know, usually we would be together right now. We would have had a sleepover, drinks, you know, the whole nine. But um, we just got together and raised money from our pockets to give to um, a nonprofit that we know in Delaware, since we all cross in Delaware, we wanted to serve that community. There's feeding children um, during this period that would normally be getting you know, food from school and can't, and, you know, just don't have it. So we were like, we got to make sure that we're picking someone that we actually know is doing something right now to help people right now. Um, and we can actually see where the, our money is going. Um, instead of just giving, you know, money to who shot John, uh, and it might end up in their pockets. So mm-hmm. the, I agree with that. Be careful about who you're giving it to and be intentional about, um, who you choose to support right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's really it. I mean, there are reports that North Korea's leader mm-hmm. may be dead, maybe not. <laughs> and and like I first, didn't mean to laugh, but at first it was they reported that he passed right due to like a heart surgery right fail. Right now they're saying he's in a vegetative state. That's what I was saying. I think he's so, just sick. I don't think he's actually passed away i think i don't think he's died but there was a lot of reports about that yeah um it just seems like he's sick and is getting some sort of care yeah don't know what will happen right his health is in the strongest place but he's not dead right um also you know obviously don't drink lysol and don't shoot up with it don't (laughs) shoot up with it and if any of your states are opening up please practice discernment yes Okay. Yeah. Stay y'all butts inside. Don't change. Practice the Because <laughs> um, I think North Carolina opened up some stuff over the weekend, and they already had an increase in rates. Same with Georgia. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what. Too actually, soon. I do know what the thinking is, but it's once again money over people. Mm-hmm. Too people soon. are really showing their hands. Way too soon. But That's it's too like, soon. I want to say it was either the mayor or I think it was the mayor of Vegas, and she was trying to open the casinos up. And then um, they asked her, well, is she going to go to the casino when they're open up? And she's like, no, I have a family. I'm like, ma'am, so why are you urging them to open them up? And she's like, well, be- so for those that want to take the risk, they can go. I'm like, no. So you have more that's cases. That's not responsible. You have more cases. And risking more, more for other people. Right. The increase of Regardless, spread. you all got to still get groceries. So it's like, no. There are some <laughs> essential things people still need to do. Right. You're increasing the chance there. You're putting people in harm's way, right. filling up the hospital, right. and causing more deaths. Yeah. Just a mess. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Moving on to TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do my Bravo moment. It won't be too, too long. Okay. Season finale. So I saw a uh, one, a, a clip from Andy. They did do the reunion via Zoom. <laughs> um, he said that while he understood why fans were nervous, that it was still epic, still the normal reunion flair that we see. Okay. He said they did several technical rehearsals prior Somebody to Somebody learn. <laughs> okay. They did several technical rehearsals prior to them actually recording mm-hmm. the reunion. Mm-hmm. And when they recorded a reunion, it was literally all day like it typically is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said it'll be three parts. They're okay. editing it. You know... Their episodes come on Sunday. It will not film. There's like a bonus episode this week. Mm-hmm. Basically nothing. <laughs> and I believe the following week we'll get the official part one of the reunion. So I am curious because I saw the little screen set up. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like a Brady Bunch vibe with Andy in the middle. That's so I'm curious like. to see how it will go. Yeah. Um, and bring it on. But anyway, season finale. Here are a couple things from... Um, House of Atlanta season finale that got on my nerves and I'll have uh, comments about. One, Candy and Todd. So the past few episodes, we've seen them kind of go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Marriage feels a little tense just because they're having another baby. They have children. They have businesses. Candy's taking more with her acting. And they put a strain. Mm -hmm. So Todd wanted to have a baby shower for the new baby, their baby Blaze. And he wanted to put it together himself. Um, so sort of like Hollywood block parties on like a sound sound stage. So here's the one thing that irritated me. 
So I guess the day of or day before whatever, the baby shower, they were all in the restaurant that they have. Mm -hmm. Todd came in the back and didn't come out to speak to Candy or her mom. He says, look, he was tired. He was trying to be in and out. He needed to eat and go back to work. Mm -hmm. Candy's mom thought that that was disrespectful. For the record, she does not like Todd. She's made it very clear over the years. And she's rude. And I still feel like I don't understand why Candy won't check her. So because the fact that he didn't speak, she wasn't coming to her her daughter's baby shower. Her only daughter's baby shower, by the way. I'm like... You can come and still be mad at him. Just don't speak. Right. right. Even if it's stupid right. to be mad at him, I mean, this is still your, your daughter. And your, grand, your, your grand, future grandchild. Right. right. So that lets you know, that's why I don't like it. So when we get to the baby shower at night, Candy's mad at Todd. No type of irritation with her mother. If I was in those shoes, I'm mad at my mom. Yeah. Because I'm your only daughter. Could he have spoken? Yes. Right. He could have, but he didn't. It wasn't that big of a deal. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing. It's not like he came in and spoke to me and didn't speak to you. He didn't speak to neither one, one of us. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, so yeah, there's something to be said where it's like, babe, next time, just speak. Mm-hmm. But for her to be like, no, I'm not coming to the baby shower. When the baby shower is bigger than Todd, it's about yeah. your granddaughter. It's about me, your mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. I've been more mad at my mom than my husband. And... Todd tried to call and apologize, and mm. she didn't answer the phone. Gotcha. And I just feel like Todd is always trying to make it right. I was about right. to say, I don't even watch the show, and I feel like he always trying to fix something. He is, but I don't feel like Mama Joyce does, and I feel like for the life of me, I do not understand why Candy could be like, you know what, Mom, look, it's clear you don't like Todd, but here's the thing. Todd is my husband. He's not going anywhere. And so for me, I'm asking you to play nice and be respectful, mm-hmm. and I'm asking him to do the same. Mm-hmm. At this point, y'all don't need to like each other. Mm-hmm. But y'all both love me, right? Mm-hmm. So love me, respect each other, and keep it cool. Either that or even like or there's consequences. family counseling or something. Man, she ain't going to do that. Man, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. She ain't going to do that. But I would say there'll be consequences. You ain't yeah. going to keep putting me in the middle. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But she won't do that. So that was annoying. Hmm. Then we get to uh, Kenya. Hmm. So in this episode, she has some sort of hair care event at a Sally's. Her products are are at Sally's uh, hair stores. Now, this is my comment. <laughs> Your products is geared to you know, Us. black women. Okay. Um, black no women, one Sally. No, no, no black women uh, shops at Sally's unless she's in an area where she literally can't go anywhere else. Facts. <laughs> I've only been to Sally's when I literally couldn't find any other beauty supply store around. Facts. So first of all, when you ain't in the beauty supply store <laughs> and a black woman knows what that is, it could be any beauty for you, hair biz. I mean, they're any name. The point is <laughs> right. beauty supply store. <laughs> if your products ain't there, who cares? You're mm-hmm. in Sally's. I would love to know any black woman who regularly shops at Sally's. <laughs> I don't know nobody. And what are you getting? And what you buying? Because I guarantee you, you can get at the beauty supply store for cheaper. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's one. So she showed to her event. First of all, look. Okay, it's shady, but it wasn't really that many people in there. I'm like, what type of event is this? Because it's at Sally's. <laughs> <laughs> so there seems to be paparazzi outside, one paparazzi person. And that she makes some... That was to come there. Come on with it now. <laughs> you said it. I'm agreeing with it. I mean, I done been at these events. I'm I just saying. It. it just... Uh, 
So he's asking her about Nene, and now she's come out to say, Nene doesn't have friends, she's a bully, yada yada. So she makes these public statements, obviously that spreads throughout the women. So we get to Candy's baby shower, where they're all there, Mm -hmm. and we all know what was said, Mm -hmm. yada yada. So why can't nobody ever hold their comments till after these like family events? Never, (laughs) never. Why we gotta do this? And they absolutely interrupted the shower. You know it. And so what annoyed me was a couple of things. One, Marlo, (laughs) she was funny the way she started off. She was like, "Well, Kenya, I read," and then like. Kenya um read off the phone. Yup, Nene is a bully. Da, da. Yeah, I said it. So on one hand, I can appreciate Kenya being like, no, we're not going to do all this. I said it. Right. I did. What's the question? I said it. So I appreciate her that. But I felt like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. What were you trying to do? Right. Why, why if bring you that are up not, If it? you're not trying to have resolve, the thing that's irritating me with Kenya and Nene, enough. Mm-hmm. Their battle is enough. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't like each other. Let's move on now. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. It's old. They act the same. So to me, I don't... When I when I look back at them of who done worse to each other, insults, insults, they go back and forth. I do think overall, Kenya attacks people's relationships more than Nini has. Because mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Bravo loves pulling out the receipts. Mm-mm. They did this whole, like, clips of, like, Kenya being like that mm-hmm. towards other people. It's like the proof is in the clips now. Right. Over the years, we've seen her attack marriages. We've seen her attack people over and over again. And she does this thing where she gets people so ticked off. And then they respond. And mm-hmm. then she's like, how dare you? Really? That's so mature. And it's like, but you did all this other stuff. So when a person finally blows up, right. which is why Portia dragged her a couple years on that reunion, <laughs> then she want to act like, how dare you? You don't want to be an adult. I'm classy. You know what I mean? It's like, and I always think girl, attacking someone's relationships is just so unfair because they're not the only person that may have contributed to whatever is going on in that relationship. Agreed. So that's why it ticks people off because it's like, I'm not the only person that caused whatever is happening in my relationship. And it's like none of your business. That too. Because like while we see people's relationships on the Housewives shows, that is not the focal and full point. We know there's storylines there. We see it. Mm -hmm. But that's not. And at the end of the day, with everything going on in your life, Mm -hmm. i.e. you being married to a man who told you you're not allowed to speak to his parents, Mm -hmm. you have no rain a reason to talk about anybody else's relationship so at weird. any point in time yeah. okay yeah. that is the weirdest thing to this day i don't know if i could be day. married to someone that told me i can't speak to their parents like what but here's the thing would you marry a man who parents she's never even met them no that's what i'm saying like, she married someone and had a kid with someone never met his parents and so now when she says this i'm like so i'm like so at the wedding and it was a small one but who was there for his side that's it wasn't so his parents weird. that's so weird and his parents he, are alive. The thing is, is one with on one hand, I feel like he has a relationship with him mm-hmm. because he's like, I'll talk to him. You can't. So it doesn't seem like it's some sort of negative. It's not thing. like he's estranged from them. It isn't. It, it. I don't know enough, and I do hope that's asked at the reunion. Yeah, that's to put so to weird. clarify that. That's the only way to make her not look crazy, right? If she says, "Well, the reason he really said that is because." Him and his parents have a negative relationship. Right. He didn't want me to be tossed up in that. Then it's like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? Because that's like 
for example, um, Kobe's wife. Kobe didn't get along with his parents. He, she was like, y'all can still come to the ceremony. Y'all not talking because y'all wasn't even banging with him. But so they don't have. She doesn't have a relationship with them. That's what it is. But I mean, she knows them. Like, uh, she knows how to tell them. Like, you know what I mean? She right. can communicate them if she needs to. He told her down. See, so that's so. Weird. I mean, it just seems when weird. The, in the incident that something does happen to him, she would be the person that needs to reach out to them. You would think. I have no idea how that works. Mm. I just thought that was weird. Yeah. And then you had, and then when they were going back and forth at one point, you know, they're all in a circle, Kenya and Nini going back and forth. Then Kenya kind of comes around and stands behind Nini. Nini was like sitting. Mm. So of course Nini gets up and is like, why are you like standing behind me? What are you? Mm. And then once again, Kenya goes into her, really? You want to get violent whatever? But like, once again, she steps in someone's space. Yeah. And I don't condone violence. It's like, if we're not getting along and you stand up and stand behind me, I'm going to be the same way. Like, what? Like, like what are you trying to what's, do? What's going on? Because we were, because we were, frankly, we were yelling at each other face to face. Then it kind of fizzled. I'm talking. Then you walk up behind me. Like, what are you trying to do? You got a knife in your hand. What's popping? I feel like right. the normal person would get up and be like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, she will do stuff like that. And then when a person reacts, it makes me think of that Portia situation. Then somehow Portia's the terrible person for actually dragging her. Now look, we know dragging isn't the right way to go, <laughs> but she had been waving stuff in her face for who knows how long, doing all this. Like you react, and that's what I'm saying. You can poke. I just feel like there should be accountability for yeah. even the poking. Mm-hmm. You oh, agitating somebody for absolutely. so much, and then when they finally give you a reaction, mm-hmm. then you want to go into this kind of like victim place of. Why did they do this when it's like, you that's why? Me. You poked me you one poked too many me. times. Right. And you <laughs> knew you were. Right. Mm-hmm. So I really hope they talk about that too. She yeah. has this little thing. Here's the thing though. Last but not least. Lauren lost my train of thought. <laughs> I think that's it really. Okay. No, I can't. Th- that was it. I don't remember. Okay. That's a weird way to end it. But <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Maybe you'll remember later. I don't know. It was a... Uh, you know sometimes y'all make sure y'all follow us on twitter because sometimes when i watch i'll tweet about it too and that's also sometimes to get my thoughts yeah that was pretty much it look i gotta go look i'm rolling back through twitter like what did i say (laughs) yeah that was basically it okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay yep tired of my joys candy king yeah 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 and that's it all right for um, a Bravo moment with Shanae. Okay, so insecure. Yes. Um, what do we? You go first. I gotta, um, I gotta look at my tweets for that too. I, I'm about to ask you. I gotta remember what happened. What happened? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do a better Molly, job. They went hiking and stuff. Okay. Let um, me scroll back to my Molly, tweets. <laughs> Molly felt like um. What's Asian Bay name? Just uh, say Asian Bay. Why Molly, you... felt, Molly was trying to get Asian Bay to open up. Andrew. Molly okay. was trying to get Andrew to open up. And so, like, she cooked dinner, all this stuff. I still think we're missing a part. Okay, just speak. And I'm, look, I'm sorry. And was and she tried to, like, get him to open up asking questions about his family and stuff. Um, And he wasn't really, he didn't really react like she wanted him to. And, like, he left. And he called later and apologized. 
Um, I, in that moment, I think Molly went about it the wrong way because, like, you don't know. Like, I understand you're trying to get to know him better, and I think you can can communicate that instead of just trying to dig and maybe hit something that triggers him. Um, I mean, I appreciate him calling back and apologizing, but I just. I think continually Molly goes about things wrong. Um, well, I think she also just moves really fast. Like, look, mm-hmm. prior to them consistently kicking it, yeah. there was issues in the beginning anyway. Mm-hmm. So now they're consistently kicking. It couldn't have been more than a month or two. Mm-hmm. And she's looking for so much depth. I'm like, everyone opens up at different times. Yeah. And I understand wanting to make sure you're on the same page. Yeah. But after a month or so, I don't think that's cause to be so about it. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah. And the other thing is, is look, not to go too on this, because, you, you know, we all have sex. But the other thing is, sometimes waiting a little bit longer for your intimate with someone can be helpful. Not saying to you, I love you, but to you feel like you know them in a better way. Because the other thing is, she'd be like, well, I don't want to have sex. I want to... But, like, you started it like that. So he's used to y'all banging it out not saying you don't want to get to know you so i'm not saying don't have sex y'all don't get all weird i'm just saying that sometimes mm-hmm. waiting making them wait just a teeny bit longer sometimes you find out a little sometimes it could be helpful i hate to be like all guys care about the sex because i'm not gonna say that <sighs> but in my range sometimes it's helpful to get to know someone just a teeny bit more well, before you open it up the only reason why I don't agree with that in their situation is because they didn't start off thinking that they were going to come to this point. It was kind of just fun. So she didn't start off wanting to know him deeper. Not but in that way, anyway. For them, okay, I get that part. <laughs> but Miley just has a habit of me of, like, just moving quickly, period. Yeah. With every dude, and I feel like it's the same thing with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. They started different, but it's still, I feel like it's still Molly being Molly. Agreed, agreed. Um, And then... Also, Molly trying to figure out these... I, I think we're seeing more of, like, the issues that Molly and Issa have um, in their relationship. So, like, sometimes with Molly keeping stuff from Issa, like, when they were hiking and um, Andrew called Molly to apologize or whatever, blah, blah. And then when Issa asked, like, oh, what's up? Molly didn't want to tell her what happened. Because I believe... Well, that's just... That was right before Issa, like through, I don't want to call it shade, but sure, you could say she shade her with like, why does it have to be so hard? Why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Like, basically, Issa pulled a Molly on Molly. <laughs> I feel like they both had a moment of, like, questioning each other mm-hmm. in a way where you could be like, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. I feel like because of that. But here's the, I think the bigger thing, I looked at my tweets <laughs> from the episode so I can remember. Molly and Issa's relationship is certainly breaking down. Yeah. Um, Condola is a part of that. Yeah. Because I think Molly's feeling threatened threatened and feeling a little left out. Mm -hmm. Like when they did, they were working and then Issa was like, oh, just stay and have food. And Molly is like, I mean, uh, uh." I think Molly, if I were Molly, I think she should have been more like, I wanted this to be us. So understand that you wasn't trying to be rude to homegirl, but I'm trying to have quality time with you. Like, and so I think, and I I feel like Issa should have been able to read the room and see that, but she didn't. Um, because I do think that Issa needs to, like, continue to pour into the relationships that you already have while establishing new relationships. (laughs) So, I think she just should have read the room and understood that. Um, I I would say that. I I think, I, I, look, 
I'm a person who likes to keep friends separate. Right. And so as a person who's like that, yeah, you don't mix unless you have to. And mm-hmm. that's for like birthday parties or larger <laughs> events. I am a believer of that. I just mm-hmm. am. Um, so for me, like that would have never happened. Yeah. But for me, because people's like, well, I wouldn't have, if I was Molly, I would have been upset too. I think to me, for me, I'm only upset if you know I don't bang with the hooker. Mm-hmm. Now, don't bring nobody. Now, you know I don't like them. Now, mm-hmm. don't be like, oh, yeah, I invited them. I'll be like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, even if I don't dislike them all the way, if you know I don't vibe with them even the teensiest bit, yeah, and you're like, yeah, they're going to stay, I'm like, what's but, up? I think it's too early to, for us to even know if Condola and Molly get along. I, no, no, no. I don't yeah. think... I think Molly's just feeling... <clears throat> threatened to see that she's closer with close to someone yeah. and to someone who kind of matches the required well not the requirement but the qualifications that Molly had right yeah she's been more helpful she's doing this da 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 yeah and the thing is it's like for Molly though I don't like friends like that mm-hmm. your friends are allowed to have friends I mean absolutely I, on one hand I'm like Molly relax because yeah. I, I think people are allowed to make new friends still could have communicated after like Hey, I still want time alone with you. Like, that was cool, but I really wanted us to hang because it's been a while, for sure. But then we wouldn't have nothing to watch if they resolved their issues. (laughs) And then we have this moment with Lawrence. He pulled up to Issa's house. So inappropriate. To be like... So inappropriate and unnecessary. First of all... In my opinion. If you really had concerns, you should have talked with Condola. Since this is... Since that's that who you're, you're dating. dating with. Two, you was that pressed to not even text or call me to drive to my house. Yeah. And, like, I understand him saying that he wants Condola to learn about him from him. Agree with that. However, they did not talk about anything that Condola did not learn on her own. She knew that already. I, I wanted Issa to be firmer. She was just more yeah. like, ah, okay. I would have been like, Lawrence, she asked me a question. It was casual. I was like, my re- and I would have made it clear that my relationship with Condola is not based on wanting to talk about you. Right. Frankly, didn't even know y'all were dating right. until like until two we had seconds ago. Until we a friendship. Right. I was like, I'm not interested, so you don't need to worry about it. Our history and all the fucked up shit you did ain't gonna come out of my mouth. And I understand her wanting to break the ice with that sometimes because I think that's necessary because it is an awkward situation. So I was like, so you can, I just wish she would have been firmer. Yeah. So you can relax. Yeah, because that and, was totally inappropriate. And if you have some And then not wanting Condola to know about it. See, it's making it sneaky. Yeah. And first of all, it makes me feel like, <sighs> I don't so know if they're gonna work out. I I don't know. His, ups, the, his thought, his thought frame about Issa now makes you feel like do he still have feelings for Issa? I think he does. And so that's where I'm like, oh, hell. Now we're going to get messy again. Because I just felt like no one literally drives up to someone's house to say that. So inappropriate. For 30 seconds, you yeah. literally drove to her home. <laughs> right. To want to tell her that. Yeah. Yeah, that was too much. And I I think he just needs to talk to Gondola. They need to get on the same page. Um, And I don't think they was doing anything out of, the, out of line anyway. So... I think I think Issa is showing her growth and how she's handling things. She need to be a little more firm because I, I mean, told Lawrence comes with time. <laughs> I just would have told Lawrence, Lawrence, if you really have concerns, talk to Condola who you're dating. Mm-hmm. Didn't know y'all was dating. It was something casual, something small. We certainly do not sit around talking about you all day. Right. 
So if you have any more thoughts or concerns, you should chat with the gal you're dating. <laughs> and I would have turned right back around. <laughs> bye bye. Right. Mm-mm-mm. So we'll see what happens tonight. Um, Married at First Sight reunion. Bear with me because it was a lot of drama. Glad it's over. Um, so the main couple that we all knew was going to stay together, they together. He even got her an upgraded ring um, on the finale. So they cute. They cool. The only issue they've had all season was that he um, travels for work, which he said in the beginning. But since he didn't travel for the whole two months that they was married, she didn't know how often it was. And for the first, I think, three months after um, they, you know, stayed together, he was gone three days every week. Mm. So she was like, yikes, didn't realize it would be that often. And so, like, that was kind of an obstacle they were scared to overcome. But they said they worked through it, and he now understands what she was saying all along, where he was like, okay, yeah, I did miss her a lot. It is something that we did have to work through, but they're good. So that was their only issue. They're fine. Um, the second couple that stayed together decided to get a divorce two weeks after <laughs> decision day. Wow. Um, it is rumored amongst the cast, um, they won't say who it's rumored amongst, that she this, she is the one that her ex, the, like, the day before the wedding was like, came back and like, I she love you. She back with the ex? No. Oh. But <laughs> it's alleged that she slept with him the day after the honeymoon. She says that that's not true but that she did sleep with him a week after decision day. And she was like, well, at that point, we agreed that we needed to build more on our friendship. And he was like, yes, build more on our friendship, but not break up, not be friends. We were still married. Like, what are you talking about? And she was like, we didn't have a marriage. It was two weeks. And he was like, stop discrediting our experience. Like, we were married. Yes, it may have only been for two and a half months, but we were married. It was a marriage. Um, So... They are no longer together. And she even says that she knew from day one that it wasn't going to work. But why then after decision day, they signed a 12-month lease. And so they signed a 12-month lease and then two weeks later decided to get a divorce. So they had to find someone else to take over the lease. And he's just like, you would not have signed a 12-month lease with me if you knew from day one it wasn't going to work out. That's idiotic on your part. Like, if you knew, you would have done something shorter. Like, you wouldn't have done that. And because they had to live together until they found someone, like, another, um, other people to take over the lease. They just lived in, they stayed in separate rooms, but, um, so, yeah, they are no longer together. Um, Jekyll and Hyde, um, Mika and Michael, they, no real updates on them. The only thing Mika said was that, like, watching back, she wishes that she was more empathetic at times. She said she understands that she probably was, like, on edge all the time because she was lied to all season. But she, um, she, the only thing she pretty much learned is that she does strive to be more of an empathetic person. So I'm like, good for you, girl. Glad you learned something. Um, divorced, the couple that didn't even make it to the decision day, they was there. No real update there. They asked, um, him if he started dating the friend after the show. He said no. Um, and then they asked her if she's still friends with the girl. And she said, um, that she's not saying that it won't ever happen. And so then they brought in one of the other friends in their friend group. She said, I don't want nothing to do with that girl. Like, the rest of her friends, because it was like a group of, like, five friends. I mean, that's stayed. <clears throat> I mean, it's stayed. Right. So, but the person that was on the show, she feels bad, because she's like, I feel like all of my friends have now lost their friends. So she was like, I want to try to forgive her. But her friends are like, we don't care. We don't want her. 
Because they was like, they did, she did that to you, so we don't want her. Like, don't try to mend with her for our on our behalf, because we don't care. Like, but it's, it's such a, um, doing stuff like that, because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes with one, two friends have a beef, yeah. maybe the other friend doesn't get involved. Right. But depending on what the person does, yeah. it can make you think differently of them and their character. Yeah. Which makes you don't want to be in front of them. Right. That's all that was, because it's right. like, at the end of the day... This is our core friend group that we've been friends for years. Mm-hmm. And you were talking to your friend's husband mm-hmm. behind her back. They were inappropriate conversations, mm-hmm. and you know it. Mm-hmm. And you thought, what? Right. I wouldn't want to be friends with her either. I'd be like, move on. Right. She showed her true colors. Don't run around No one I care about, little right. snake. <laughs> well, then at the reunion, it comes out that the girl that I was just talking about that slept with her ex, she went on a date with Zach, the one who did not make it to Decision Day. But she, they went on a date after Decision Day before any of the show aired. Wait, I don't... Who? It's too many people now. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. Zach and Mindy, they did not make it to Decision Day. Zach tried, was talking to Mindy's friend. Okay. That's one couple. Okay. Another couple, I can't remember their names, is Derek and something else. I think Katie. Katie, she is the one who... Um, she slept with her ex a week after Decision Day. Okay. She went on a date with Zach after Decision Day. And Zach is a husband? No, well, not anymore. That He did not make it to Decision Zach Day. Zach was on a cast, though. Zach was married to Mindy. He was a cast member, yes, right? right. They're the ones that just, didn't make it to Decision I'm Day. I'm sorry. I know I seem dumb right now, but I'm like, <laughs> who are these people? I just... because And so the reason why that stings is because Zach tried to talk to the friend and now is trying to talk to one of the other castmates. Okay. So Mindy... So he's just trash. Well, and then it also makes Katie look shady because all of the girls on the show got matching tattoos because they're friends. So, but Katie was like, I did not know everything that they went through until I saw the show. And she was like, I don't want anything to do with a person that did that to her. So we stopped. And it still was like, mm, so you only decided not to go further because you saw that he treated somebody else trash. Not because he was once married to your one of your friends. Like, that seems shady to me, but she's a questionable person. Anyways. Yeah, that is weird. Um, last couple, the one that had the most drama. I'm exhausted. Um, Taylor and Brandon. Brandon is the one. This is why I said I wasn't going to talk about it no more, but. No, we're here. I want to, like, we talked about it all season. You can't leave out the reunion. But I tell you all these names and characters. I'm just like, this is the most terrible season. Shame on these matchers, judges. Taylor and Brandon. Brandon is the one who, like, he decided he did not want to be filmed anymore. He did not come to the reunion because legally he could not. Um, it seems as if... Uh, <laughs> he got a restraining order They something? both got restraining orders against each other. Um, if you have to get restraining orders against each other, doesn't that mean then... I mean, who's really creeping up on who then? This is the story that she told because he was not there to tell his side of the story. Um, she was out with her now boyfriend at a bar... This was maybe a month or two after decision day. That wasn't really clear how long it had been. Um, but she was on a date, went to this rooftop, whatever, blah, blah. Brandon, her ex-husband, he was on. there. He was there, and she walked away to get some water, and then he started talking to her date. Um, and so she saw, and she walked back over, like, why are y'all talking? Like, why are you here? Like, what is happening? And so her date was like, you know him? And she's like, we need to go. Like, let's just get out of here. And so Brandon starts recording. And from Brandon's side, he says at that point she pushes him. 
So he starts recording. She says she never pushes him and that he just started recording. And Brandon's the one who be lying. He be, I mean, Michael is the big liar oh, of the so, season, okay. but Brandon is the one that doesn't like being recorded. But he records somebody. <laughs> um, so he starts recording them and he follows them a couple blocks. So she like walks up to him like, can you please stop recording? Like, um, this needs to stop now. And then she calls the police. Because she wanted to get a restraining order against him because of that whole debacle. But the police, because then he going to start telling his side, and from his side, he got pushed. The police could not determine who was, you know, instigating this whole situation, and they both got arrested. <laughs> see what happens when... You see what happens when y'all just mind your business? <laughs> you see what happens, y'all? When they could have just walked away from each other? And just left it alone. You see what happened? They both got arrested and arrested for what? Because they couldn't est- they couldn't determine who was violating who. So both y'all. So in both jail. of them spent the night in jail. Because y'all both violating something. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Even witnesses couldn't like it was witnesses giving other. That's what I'm saying. Like let's just leave it alone then. So they got restraining orders. They was at court for two days. All of the cast members were called to be witnesses to the behavior that all of them. It was this. It was a mess that they was all in court for two straight days. I mean, what are they arguing though? Because it, just to get the restraining order in place, you had to speak to like repeated behavior. But that's what I'm like saying. That. Like they weren't restraining orders each other that bad. Because I just been like, I'm cool. We don't need restraining order. Trust me. I don't want to talk to you. Or be around you. <laughs> so, they got restraining orders. The only person on the cast that was on his side was Michael, the liar of the show. So, they kept asking th- him stuff about it, and he walked off the set because he was like, I don't like being questioned about him because he's not here, and, you know, those were not my actions. Um, and then he's like... And he lied anyway. <laughs> and then he was like, because I'm a black man, and, you know, being questioned as a black man, and, like, the host of the reunion is a black man. He's like, I'm a black man, too. I'm not questioning you because you're a black man. I'm questioning you because that's your friend, and you went to court on his behalf. But that was a whole mess, so they was like, fine, just come back to the set, and we won't ask you no more about it. So they dropped it, and they did not bring it up anymore. Um, but that's how that ended. This is the first season for people to get restraining orders against one another. But this is why I stopped watching the show. Next season is in New Orleans, and then they also have a season in Australia where they finally have a same-sex couple. So I think I might watch the Australian one just for that reason. I want to see um, how they do that. So I think what we're gonna have to do, because I do appreciate the recaps, <laughs> but we either gonna have to go by their real names. We're going to have to establish nicknames up front because it got confusing halfway through. Well, also, I think most of it was confusing because I did not talk about so many of them. Because that is was... true because it was like two two to three that was really taking up all the camera exactly. time anyway. So I did not get to talk about the ones so, that had mostly good time. So we're going to have to figure out how we want to categorize them. Because yeah. it is interesting. I, I just they haven't just said so how many. many couples it is next season, but I need them to go back down to four. It was too much. So we just gonna have to figure out a way. It to was make... too much for y'all to add a couple and then still only one couple to stay together. If y'all gonna add more, I want more success. Like dang, maybe that's what they thought they were gonna get. Sure. Wow, they tried it. DC was not a success. <laughs> it was not good at all. But um, we had a question of the week. Um. Mm, my knee just popped. I'm Lord. getting old. <laughs> Our question this week was, would you rather leave your unemployed son homeless or pay for his drug habits and illegal activities? Um, 
AXRON P podcast said after watching Family t- make o- the opposite decision. I knew 10 years ago I would have to pick choice A unpo- unapologetically. Um, Ryan M. So said pay for his drug habits and illegal activities. That could just mean sending him to rehab for real, for real. But I got n- him no doubt. I don't agree that it means sending him to rehab, but cool. I just think it means paying for his drug habits and illegal activities. But that's he done how, brought in a whole third option. That's how I took the question, but go off. Um, just a kiss of life. Um, ninety six said, "I would hate to do it, and it'll break my heart." But I'm sorry, he's gonna have to leave. I'm not paying for him to be drugged up or do illegal stuff in my house. Hell no. He either get himself clean and stay or leave and figure his struggles out. I'll check in on him and make sure he's safe and good but I'm not taking care of his addiction. That girl, Neek29, said, I'm not nobody's accessory to anything. I'll be kicking his ass out. Sorry, son. And Headshot1906 said, homeless. So on Twitter, we have Hill Cornelius said, homeless. And CFS, big hair girl, said, both of these are undesirable, but for sure I'll leave him homeless with the hopes of, hopes of turning around and wanting to do better. But once he comes, because once he comes back with a game plan, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. And then she also wrote, good thing I don't have a son. I feel like girls, women just want better for themselves. (laughs) The look we both gave each other. Um, Because I think daughters can be drug addicts as well. I think addiction is addiction. I think this question was random and it just said son. (laughs) I don't necessarily think... It was gender-specific, like... Well, I don't necessarily think women want more for themselves right. than men. Yeah. But perspective, her perspective is her perspective. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I would choose... It's not funny. Why are you laughing? I would choose leave him unemployed homeless, because I would not be paying for his drug habits or legal activities. I just... Same. I couldn't do that. It yeah. would pay me. Um, I would hope he would come... To his senses. The only way I would support him is, is like, if you want to go to rehab, then right. I'll help with that. But like otherwise, you're going to be Ryan, helpless. That's not an option. <laughs> right, that was not an option. Otherwise, was... you're going to be homeless and helpless. It's homeless you... <laughs> or pay for the habits. Right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> not pay to fix the habits. But nevertheless, our topic today, we wanted to do something fun that we did do in the past with Kanye and Beyonce. We wanted to rank Drake and Rihanna's um, bodies of work. Now, I'm specifying bodies of work because Drake got mixtapes, albums, EPs, LPs, playlists. And frankly, <laughs> we looked on several things and they all say different stuff. Like, yeah. I looked on it and it says Drake has five studio albums, right. six mixtapes. Right. However, comma. <laughs> if you go on different sites, they literally categorize it different. different ways. Yeah. So, I don't even know how to rank his stuff. Yeah, so for Drake, we're just going to do top five because one, even doing that was difficult and two, it's just so much. It's too much to it's rate all of, of them. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. And I don't have time and... <laughs> and we already almost at an hour, so... Oh my God. <laughs> I have felt like we've been here for a while. <laughs> so, Shanae, what's your number one for Drake? I don't want to go first. Okay. My number one for Drake is Thank Me Later. Mine's is Take Care. That's my number two. Take Care. I was listening mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I just was like, ah, this was it. This yeah. was it for me. It was so hard. It was such a I good... I these things around so many times. Take care to me. Look, I'm about to look it up. <laughs> was such a just overall good body of work for mm-hmm. me. And I realized, one, I'm an R&B pop girl. Mm-hmm. Rap, you know, I really have to like someone to... Typically, I just like an artist song or maybe a moment mm-hmm. for me to like them as a, a artist overall mm-hmm. there's it's only a few yeah. Drake is one of them yeah. I am a fan of Kanye mm-hmm. when I was younger I was a fan of T.I. and Lil Wayne sitting mm-hmm. here to refresh my memory I was a <laughs> Lil Wayne fan mm-hmm. but like I'm not like a rap girl I'm just not mm-hmm. so if you're a rap fan don't even take don't take my reins as nothing I'm not going <laughs> off you know how to be like lyrical content I go off of vibes well yeah it's our top what it's did not, I vibe we're saying, with like the production like, I don't care about that it's it. what I vibe and with and also another reason why it was hard for me is because like for some of these it's where I was in the moment it was like you it's know, nostalgia for, yeah like for you know some of Drake it was like oh I remember bopping this on the way to high school or, or like but look my number two selection were not there yet, but <laughs> so and then like for others, it's like oh that was the first summer after high school and we was jamming to it because like it came out right after we graduated. Facts. So it's like some of it is like some of it is... was just a moment and like Wait you till can we get to Rihanna. I have memories moments. connected to songs when we get I didn't to Rihanna. Feel that for Rihanna. I have a couple songs where I was like oh I remember that time, but. <laughs> For, uh, yeah, so my first was Take Care. That was just such a good song. Yeah. First of all, Shot For Me. Yeah. That was a bop. Yeah. Okay? Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Marvin's Room. Like, all of... Ah! I mean, that's why Take Care is my number two, but Take Care me, was so good for Thank me. Thank Me Later is number one. All right, so number two, you have Thank Me Later. Number two... No, for number two, I have Take Care. Okay, you have... Number two, you have Take Care. Mm-hmm. Number two for me, So Far Gone. Uh, okay, that's that's my number three. So, so Far Gone. <laughs> I Let had me to tell you something. Like, Wait, I know that was on my list. <laughs> so Far Gone is my number two. Okay. Now, So Far Gone. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> so Far Gone is such a nod to high school. If yeah. I cannot, there's no, literally, I feel like... This was the soundtrack. <laughs> this was out in 2009. If you drive my car in high school. This was the soundtrack. All you was hearing was Drake. First of all, this is the soundtrack to junior year. I Let's mean, be very too. clear, okay? So the only reason I do listen to Drake to this day <laughs> is because of Sydney. Yeah. We used to drive around wherever he was going to the mall, school, etc. Yeah. And if I was in if Sydney was driving, if I was in her car, we were listening to Drake. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Every now and then <laughs> sprinkling a little Kanye, but it was Drake. Mixtape after mixtape. Oh my god, I knew the ad on the mixtapes. That is all that's oh all we god. listened to. Yeah. So for a minute I was a force fan <laughs> because if I was in her car, I literally wasn't listening to anything else because we didn't listen to the radio. She had her little six disc. You feel me? And because that's when you had your it was CDs. So bad. It was, I still got a five. I still. In my car. I mean, I still have one in my car, but that's when that was yeah, a time where we CD. bought CDs, and I knew what order the CDs were in. So when one ended, I knew where the next one was picking. It was bad, but good. <laughs> so so far gone is. So good for me. Like, yeah. I just love that mixtape. Um, one of my favorite... It's so many songs in here that I love. <laughs> but, like, Ignorant Shit with Lil Wayne 
is like the song I could sing over and over and over again. Yeah. Like that song. That's that's a bop. that song. I had to listen to that on the way home. <laughs> seriously, I was listening to it earlier. I was like, wow, this song still slaps. Yeah. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Oh. What you? Mm. And then how ignorant shit flow into a night off with yes. Come on. That was fire. Oh my God. <laughs> That was fucking fire. Do you hear Sorry, me? Y'all, I know we real loud. I know. Turn it down. Turn it down. Because we yelling. Turn it down. But didn't that flow into a night off? Yes. Mm, that was a vibe. It was a vibe. That's my number three. So far, Gun is my number three. Let it be a party and a night off come on. You're getting your Woo. best freak hump on like you never seen in you your know, life. You know, that would be a lit party if it's just Drake albums. Or Drake song, so it could be like he's future featured on it, but all Drake. That would, that be, would a, be a, a nice party. Yeah. That'd be some good music. Yeah. So yeah, that was my number two. So your number three was so far gone. So far gone. Yeah. Number three, thank me later. Okay. So, so I'll be top, top three. Okay. It's okay. top three. <laughs> Four. This is when I. This is when it got tricky. Mm-hmm. This is when I also acknowledged that told Sydney. I have never fully heard. Um. If you're what if is you're it? Reading if you're reading this, reading this, you're too late. You're too late. When I actually looked at it, I was like, yeah, I don't think I ever really <laughs> sat with this. I think the first time I heard it, I probably was like, yeah, and then I never came back to mm-hmm. it. I stand there. <laughs> In 2020, I still feel the same. Mm-hmm. So number four for me was <sighs> nothing was the same. Okay, okay. My number four is views. Which a lot of people did not like Views when it came out. But Views, for me, is a bop. I really like Views. And Views, I think it also aged very well. Views is on my honorable mention list. Okay, yeah. Views is a bop. That's my number four. I enjoy Views. Not enough to put it in my top five. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 got a, it got a nod for me in yeah. my honorable mention. Once again, y'all, we only doing top five. I can't so painfully do all of it. <laughs> it was hard enough. <laughs> like, can't do it all. So that was my four. Okay. Um, number five for me was Comeback Season. Okay, number five was a tie between. I'm not. Are you even? Just leave me. Just look. <laughs> this is hard for me. Okay. Number five was a tie between More Life and Scorpion. Really, Scorpion is not anywhere close to my top five. I really like Scorpion. I know mm-hmm. that some people didn't like it. I liked it. It was cool, but it's even more like I got other stuff above it. Like so, my honorable mention is Room for Improvement. That's even above Scorpion for me. I enjoy Scorpion. It was cool, but so it's a tie those, for me. those mixtapes, Room for Improvement. I mean, his. I will say this. Drake in his albums is good stuff, but like I will always enjoy Drake's mixtapes, yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. And So Far Gone is one of my favorite. That's like my favorite one out of mm-hmm. all of them. But like I'll always enjoy his mixtapes, mm-hmm. but I, I focus more albums for my top five. Yeah, yeah. So that was Drake. Like yes. that was hard. It was so hard. The three, like once I got my one, three two, were three, the, same, though. Yeah. the rest was kind of hard because yeah. I was like, mm, there were so many that where I felt like <laughs> they were kind of on the same level. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it wasn't like I didn't like one more than the other. It was more like for me for Drake, I realized I could just tell you my favorite, and then mm. all the other ones was like they cool. Yeah. Like there's not nothing. Okay, so except for that one, I never fully. That's the only one. <laughs> 
all the other ones I enjoy. Yeah, and then like I didn't, I wasn't gonna include like compilation albums. Me either, and I was including his stuff with Future. Like yeah. that doesn't count. Yeah. I don't even count that. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially the one hard. with him and Future is like very futurish, <laughs> more futurish than Drake. Yeah. And then, so. like, even some of his albums, the, like, deluxe version had songs from the mixtape. Right, but, right, right. But right. it's like, you knew this mixtape was a bop. That's why you had to bring that over here and make some money off of it real quick. For real. All right, y'all. So Rihanna that's our Drake. was way easier for me because, and I think this is something that I think most people would say about her career is that she has bops on the album, but the whole body of work may not do it together for me. And that's why, like, a lot of her awards, because she's, like, you know, got awards down, like, and has broken records down. But it, most of them is for individual um, songs, not for bodies of work. Hmm. And it's because, for me, a lot of her bodies of work, to like, it doesn't do it for me. I can acknowledge, like, oh, this song, I mean, this album had, like, five or six bops on it, but the other ones killed it, like, killed the album as a whole for me. That's what I noticed when I was going through this, is, like, Oh, this song, I really like this song, I like this song, I like this song, but I'm like, these other four ones on this album, mm, not so much. For me, on one hand, I can see that with her earlier work, mm-hmm. um, but to me, like, my top three, to me, are, I felt, are good bodies of work overall. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So. So what's number one? <clears throat> unapologetic. Okay. That's further down my list, but it's there. I just, let me, and... Well, we're doing all of them, so of course it's Yeah, we're doing... It's not that much further down my list. So for Rihanna, we're doing all her albums. She's yeah. not someone who has, like, mixtapes, yeah, this, this, eight. this. She has eight, and it was easier. Especially once I sing, because, like, I'm a singer. Like, mm-hmm. rap is always hard for me to judge. Um. So my number one was Loud. That that's a good album. Loud was a bopping it album. Was a good it was. Album. Let me tell you something. My one, two, and three, I played. I shuffled with four <laughs> minutes. See, I, I went well one, two, three, and four for me. I was like, ah. I shuffled. I, I definitely shuffled with the first four, right. kind of more three. Um, what I loved about Unapo- like unapologetic was an album where like I liked every single mm-hmm. song, even mm-hmm. the ones where the first time I heard it, I wasn't sure, but like. I can listen to this album from start to finish mm-hmm. and enjoy every part of it. Yeah. Like, Unapologetic, Get It Over With, that song. It's a good uh, song. It's a good song. It's such a good song. Um, I love the love song with Future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... This was just a good album. No Love Allowed. Let me tell y'all something. This album was out in 2012. I was on, hmm, I don't know, (laughs) breakup number, hmm, hmm, I don't know, 10, 12, who knows. So many on and off periods. I mean, was it that many? It felt like it at, uh, I don't even know, like when I think about it. Because you know what? Were there really that many on and off or more we were just uh, mad at each other? I don't. I, I feel like it was. A lot of in-betweens. It was a lot of in-betweens. It so really the was. one periods was like in-betweens half the time. It was just on and off. Yeah. I mean, it was just constantly <laughs> on and off. And I remember doing an off period. <laughs> no love allowed. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I sang that song. Until that was probably wrong. his name on your phone at some point. Honestly. With this emoji, with the no emoji. <laughs> okay, here's a side story, y'all. <laughs> Let me tell y'all a story. So, me and my ex... Have had many off periods, 
And sometimes on the off, sometimes we get on, but we still off. So Accurate. So it was a birthday. Mm. And I remember we were in D.C. for my birthday. And we stayed at this hotel. And he came down. And his name on my phone was like asshole. (laughs) With like that X out emoji. (laughs) Still. Even though I knew he was coming for me for my birthday. His name was asshole. So something happened where he texted me. My phone was down. And we were about to leave. He was like asshole. That's my (laughs) name. And I was like. (laughs) Yes. But it was, it was, and even after that, I didn't change it. <laughs> I loved him, but I felt he was an asshole. So yeah, that was it. All right, number two, mm-hmm. talk that talk. Really? Yes. My number two is rated R. Talk that talk was a great album. Like once for me, I once again could listen to that from start to finish. This is when I was still buying CDs, so I literally have Talk That Talk. And it was in my CD player. And I remember, I would listen to the CD from start to finish. I would literally listen to this, and it was another album, because it would take probably like an hour, 45, to get back (laughs) to college when I was coming home Mm -hmm. and going back to school. Mm -hmm. I just thought this was a great album. I love... It's not that high for me. I love Where Have You Been... Um, I feel like my highlights from that album were like cockiness, we found love, and then of course birthday cake. You didn't. Oh God, talk that talk. Where have you been? You the one was a good song for me. You the one was good. Yeah. Drunk on love. Ugh, I don't song. even remember that song. It was a good song. <laughs> you know, drunk. I'm like, what's like, but anyway, it was a good like watch and learn. Like this, this is a good album for me. Mm-hmm. Talk that talk was too. And what was two for you? Rated, Rated R. R. Rated mm-hmm. R is lower for me. Mm-hmm. Number three is Loud. Okay. Okay. So Loud was a great body of work. It was. With her red hair era. That was a good album from yeah. start to finish. Yeah. Um, I will say the songs that she has with Nicki Minaj are never that great for me. Yeah. I can Like, agree with honestly, that. Raining Men is probably the only, like, I can listen to it and enjoy mm-hmm. it, but, like, I was okay if it wasn't on the album. Yeah, I feel like it's always disjointed. Like, in their separate portion, good, but together, not it's like, so much. N- I, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, But my number three was unapologetic. So our okay. ones and threes were switched. Okay. What was four for you? Anti. Me too! <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. When Anti came out, because at this point, here's the thing. For Rihanna, I wasn't in the Navy until Good Girl Gone Bad. Mm-hmm. Her first two albums, like, there were singles I liked, but overall, I wouldn't have called myself at that time a fan of Rihanna. Mm-hmm. When she got that bob, <laughs> Good Girl Gone Bad, mm-hmm. that is when I said, let me get my Navy card. <laughs> I don't even know if it was called the Navy then. I was about to say, I don't think so. But that that's when I officially became, like, a Rihanna stalker in yeah. the same way I stalked Beyonce. <laughs> Relatively healthy compared to others, because I'm not (laughs) that crazy. (laughs) But that's when I really became a fan. So Mm -hmm. when Anti came out, it took me a minute. I think think it it took took a lot of people a minute. It was very different. I think Anti was um, like Drake's views. It took people a minute to, like, feel it. But I liked it from the day one. It took me a minute. There were songs... Like, one, I'll say, she chose great singles. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, cause you saw, you heard the single and then the album came out and I was like, huh, <laughs> it took me a minute, but to this day, oh my God, <laughs> Pose 
and Goodnight Gotham are like what I cannot, especially Pose. <laughs> it's too many beats. It's too, I still cannot get into that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Goodnight Gotham. I'm just like, those two songs, I'm like, what was, what was the thought? <laughs> the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Wish James Joint was longer. I don't understand why that was short, but... That was four for me. Mm-hmm. Five was rated R. Okay. My five was Talk That Talk. God, such a shame that Talk That Talk is so low for you. Yeah. Um, and then six, Good Girl Gone Bad. And that was hard because between Good Girl Gone Bad and Rated R, I feel like same level of songs, but yeah. Rated R spoke to me more than Good Girl Gone Bad. My six was Music of the Sun. And I still have this album. That's- I loved it. But that was like that was a very different version of real. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. I bought the album. I still no. love it to this day. No. I will sing all of the songs on really? it. Really? Oh yeah. Because when I was listening to little bits and bits, and I was like, "Good God, this is why I ain't listen to her." Then. <laughs> yeah, I love. I was um because I was actually I I had to call Maurice. I was like, I need your help as I list these albums. And so I was looking um at the songs and I started singing half of them while I was on the phone. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I love that album. No. Yeah. Seven. Wait, where are we now? Seven, yeah. Seven, A Girl Like Me, which is her second album. Mm-hmm. And then eight is Music of the Sun. Her okay. first two albums were like, eh, for me. My seven is Good Girl Gone Bad and eight is A Girl Like Me. Leave <sighs> eight. You had that at seven. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm about to say. Good Girl Gone Bad is what for you? Seven. You it had was... it at six. We was only one apart. It doesn't matter. Seven It's just because I really liked the music of that the music sun. Is, that was the I think the music of the sun order. is like, what? That was the only thing that switched out. That really was when Rihanna was still like, Island, Island girl. girl. Yeah, it's I just, loved it. But there's a song here where I'm like, no way. You enjoyed There's a Thug in My Life. I have to hear it. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I remember this song. You like this? <laughs> At the time, that was a bomb. <laughs> that, All right. And I did have a hard time with this because... Artists, of course, progress as they grow. Oh, of course. And so I, because I did have that at the end when I was like, like, I already know where that one's going to go. But I was like, let me not discredit the body of work just because it was when she first started. So I moved it up. But the thing is, for her, um, for some artists, that first album to me is such a classic. So I don't, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. But for yeah. some, I, I think it stands. Like, for example, Justin Timberlake's first album, Justified, mm-hmm. is such an amazing body of work yeah. i could listen to that right now from start to finish john legend's first album mm-hmm. is so incredibly good yeah i don't think so rihanna caught that steam as much on the first no album. for sure yeah. but um but like, you i don't even, even know if she was with jay-z in them at that point i'm not sure to no be honest. i don't think so but i mean she's even said herself you know her first album was more of what the label pushed. Wanted her to do. And as because she progressed she yeah, yeah, and yeah. Got, got more control, it's more. Of you her. can see her sound has changed tremendously, tremendously over yeah. her first album and her last. Yeah. And for the record, Anti is the one she said was her best body of work for her. Yeah. And that's funny. So that lets you know how much um, 
and we don't know the outside influence of her other albums. Yeah. But it just lets you know how much there's other people in the background when they put stuff together. Absolutely. Um, cause like once again, she says that's her best for her. That was creatively such a great thing for her. Yeah. Like for us, that was four. And I, I'm about to say because I wonder because of the immediate response of that, how many people didn't like it. I feel like that has to do something for you as an artist when you're like, this is my best work creatively and people not feeling it in the beginning. You're like, well, dang, y'all well, really like me for real? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's a good point. Maybe, but, but maybe she can see and even for artists who dove big changes, Anti was very different from her last yeah, album. Yeah. Different sounds, yeah. vibes. And if you think of that I middle point. I mean, people point, even will say that about Solange's last album that hadn't heard her older stuff. They don't, and and that was a hardcore Solange person. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like her music got better, but I still oh, felt no. like it was the same vibe. No, a lot of people wasn't feeling it. Really? <laughs> her latest album, yeah, a lot of people wasn't feeling. But I do, and I I agree. She has grown a lot She's grown. throughout her work. But I think a lot of people got on her the second to last album. And they a seat at the table. Yes, they expected it to be a seat at the table, too. And it's like, y'all don't know Solange. Like, like, I felt like it was, <laughs> like, it wasn't... Because I've been with Solange album. since the Hadley Street Dreams. Like, yeah, she has. Like, She's been my girl, so it's like, I feel I've like been... her albums have always been very unique sounds and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. She's always been kind of eccentric. And, I was about know, to say, I, I just... feel like she's a... You know how people are like method actors. I feel like she's a method singer. When like she gets body, a vision right. for an album, that's she's what going it is. Full the the whole looks, thing. Yes. the looks, yes. the sound, the yes. visuals. Yes. I would absolutely agree with you on yeah, that. Hers yeah. is like she thinks about albums, the whole album, not about the individual songs. I think her albums are moments. Uh, absolutely. And I think her music is also very reflective of where she is in her life uh-huh. and and and. Things like that. Her albums to me are definitely moments. Yeah. Because to me, they're all kind of different. They are. And if, it, look at the vis- If you just really look at the visuals mm-hmm. of Solange's music, you'll see. Yeah. How how th- how they differ and how she works. Yeah. But that's that nose jeans. Facts. Okay. <laughs> that's the nose jeans. Facts. But. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Y'all let us know how y'all ranked us. Like, and, and how... Frank, babe, frankly, because we don't care about the whole working. Give us your Drake number one. Give yeah. us your Rihanna number one, because we don't have all day. <laughs> give us your number one. I would like to know y'all Drake top five. Top. Honestly. All right. <laughs> give her y'all Drake. I don't care. Give me your number one. Because I just feel like it's too many. Just give me your number one for me. Here's the thing. I think for me, because I realize this, after we finish the Beyonce Kanye one, mm-hmm. like Kanye late registration is his favorite album for me. It'll never change. Mm-hmm. That will always be number one for me mm-hmm. thus far. We'll see. I was about to say, you don't know what he's going to come out with. But. I'm pretty sure. Cause <laughs> lately you know how I feel about it. Well, Cause him. like for me, Kanye's list did change when Ye came out. Cause I really like Ye. Never even so heard it yet. Some other things down. Late registration is still number one for me, but I'm realizing when it comes to just singing, my R&B, my Pizop, it's really reflective on where I'm at. I think that's the same for me regardless of what kind of the genre. It's reflective of like what I'm feeling and what I'm in the mood for, to be honest. For me, rap is like either I vibe with it or I don't. Mm-hmm. But with the music, when it's songs, and typically because I'm such a hopeless romantic, the love songs and stuff, is more reflective about what I'm feeling in the moment. So, mm-hmm. like, my Rihanna right now, I think it's pretty solid, mm-hmm. but you could talk to me a month from now, and, and maybe one or two may change, because, like, my Beyonce <laughs> changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 
like Beyonce number one right now for me is probably Lemonade. Mm-hmm. And when we did it, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was Lemonade was two, but it wasn't. I, was about to say, I don't remember where Lemonade was for me. I think Lemonade was two. Anyway, we love Rihanna and Drake. Yes, Rihanna, come on with the new body of work so we can throw that in there somewhere. Well, she made <laughs> she made a point to say you know people are dying. She's trying to I help mean, people. Yeah, and Understood. so. Understood. What a great clapback! Cause you feel like an <laughs> asshole if you keep going any further. It's kind of like understood. If this put your thing on, if 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 you were supposed to be working on it right now and Rona held it up, cool, I get it. Fair. But this, but, after Rona gone, <laughs> a, but let's just say like for real, for real, <laughs> we was already supposed to have it. I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so on that's one hand, it's supposed to be last year. On one hand, we feel you. On the other hand, we could have been listening to it before Rona came anyway. <laughs> Facts. We could have been bopping to it right now. You could have had TikToks <laughs> to your songs at this point. But Which is what Drake dropped Tootsie Slide for, but that's a whole nother <laughs> conversation. He's smart. Gotta give him I that. I mean, he's smart, I mean, but you know. He's doing it for his new wave of fans. Mm-hmm. I call them the TikTokers, the Gen Zers. Yeah. That would, that's what that song was for. It's just funny how it changed. We kind of getting off topic now, but it's just funny how it changed because when um In My Feelings popped and that's not what he wanted to be his single, he was a little upset. He rocked with it because it's like, fine, whatever, I'm going to go with it. And then my next single going to be really what I wanted it to be. He's completely changed from that. He's like, all right, now I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to drop a whole song just for y'all to dance to it. I'm going to tell y'all what to do in the dance. Like, but, but that goes into, and we kind of talked about this earlier when we was messaging, the music industry has changed a lot. Yeah. It's now a lot for streams, streams content yeah. value. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like sometimes... And it's not a dig at the artist because it's still stuff they enjoy to do. Yeah. But it, it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. I'm an old head stuck in the past, a mm-hmm. music past, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Music has gotten very quick, quick instant. Even the you, release of a new album ain't the same. It's not It's not the same buildup. It's yeah. not the same excitement. Yeah. And, and people are so greedy and won't even really sit with an album before they start yelling at someone for new music. <laughs> And on right, the, we yelling at Rihanna, but it's been years. But it's been years, so <laughs> like, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> um, and then you have this, and then you have on the one hand, it's easier for artists to get in the in the mix, especially independent artists. But on the other hand, it just feels like oversaturated to some extent. Yeah, yeah. And it just is different. Mm-hmm. Like to this, I mean, I feel like I listen to music from. 90s and like from 2000 to 2010 the most mm-hmm. and then if you're a favorite artist of mine mm-hmm. then i listen to your stuff no matter what yeah but i'm definitely musically in the past because mm-hmm. i don't a lot of music today just ain't like i like ari lennox she's a, a newer artist she's i mean she's not but so new but you know what i'm saying yeah. she's someone who's more current i she's like a newer artist. she's a newer artist <laughs> you know i like megan the stallion you know mm-hmm. but like but I don't need to play our music. But I don't need to play Megan Thee Stallion all day. <laughs> I don't want to play Ari Lennox all day. Although right. her last, um, I don't know, was that an album? And Who knows? <laughs> I don't even know what this stuff is anymore. Because you, it used to all be able categories. to tell when they dropped on different platforms. Like that Piff, that was a mixtape. If it dropped right. there, now that every- Piff. <laughs> what are what are what are the days, y'all? 
where you used to download music and they would have that little intro because you downloaded from a side. Listen to this track. well music. Okay, so here's a song. It's still in my iTunes. I forget the song, but it literally starts off another butter bootleg. And I was like, Limewire, baby. These are Limewire days. Facts. We used to sit and type in the music. Oh, my God. And, and, and it would be, like, different names. You have yeah. to, like, listen to it and then rename it. Yeah. Y'all know that the kids don't know about that now. <laughs> but, like, that's like that's how you used to be able to determine what a mixtape was. Mixtapes used to be people singing or rapping over other, other people's songs. People songs. Little and, Wayne, hello. Yeah. He gives an arm or not. Fire mixtapes. <laughs> he really did have yeah. some great mixtapes. Yeah, and then the second way that you would know it is a mixtape is because it would be on a separate platform. It wouldn't be a physical copy. You would have to go download it from somewhere or you, and they something like that. And I don't feel like artists promoted mixtapes like they do and now. Not as much, no. The, uh, artists back they then. they mixtapes as their way to get into the industry. This is like, this is my selling point. L- this mixtape went off like this sign me and, and, like, the, and the thing is it's like yeah that's mixtapes were like not to say artists playing around but like it was, it was. like fun they were yeah. like yeah i did this mixtape yeah. chris brown had mixtapes i used to love chris brown mixtapes mm-hmm. trey songs like they were just like or random and they songs. will also use them like you said they have fun but like because when you're making stuff for the label and they have a lot of creative control on it the mixtape was your opportunity to do whatever the heck you wanted because the label wasn't paying for it. Right. <laughs> and they didn't want that on the album right. or whatever it was. Right. Whereas now, though that is still a mixtape when the label is like, we ain't got nothing to do with this. But it's all on the same platform. So it's like, it it's feels like it's still an album. And it's pushed like, out the same. The, the only part that makes it a mixtape is the stuff behind the scenes that we don't really and, have nothing to do with. And I feel like artists promote their mixtapes now where mm. I feel like when we were younger, it's like, yeah, yeah, I got this mixtape, mm-hmm. but my album's coming out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. music was just a different experience. Mm-hmm. And... And you were hyped when you was on someone in their mixtape stage, and then they got an album, and they got signed, and stuff like that. You was hyped because you was like, I've been on them. And you were, I Now just, it's not as much of that. Like, and I just feel like you were excited to know when your artists were coming out with new projects. Mm-hmm. But that's because, like, there was promo. But even now, we don't even have music shows like we used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to have all these places where you would see your favorite artists perform. And their videos. Or, you know, their videos yeah. and, and stuff like that. Now it's like, if you want to see a video, you really have to make the effort to literally go to their YouTube. YouTube. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just different in yeah. a way that I don't really care for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think streaming did all that. Streaming did a lot of good, but it also, I feel like, tainted it. Yeah. It, it made it, it a got, little it bit gave, holistic. Yeah, it gave a lot of people more access, but it also overcrowded the marketplace and made everything seem like it's on the same level. I agree. Unless you're uh, Tyler... No, not Tyler, the creator. Um... Chance the Rapper, and you get an Apple deal for your mixtape, which I mean, is just confusing as hell. And because you got a Grammy. <laughs> right? Like, like... You can get Grammys off of mixtapes now? It's so confusing. <laughs> yeah. So. It's so confusing in categories of music. Yeah. T- even now, Megan Thee Stallion technically don't have an album out. I thought that thing that she just dropped was her first that album. Was a, no. Oh, I believe hell. that was another EP. <laughs> I, I mean, thought that was quick. supposed to be her first album. No, I don't think it was. Because I I'm thought tired. so, too. I'm, I'm like, man, she didn't have 50 million. All right. Let me see real quick, yeah, y'all. Yeah, I'm looking at her Wikipedia. If this is accurate, Fever was a mixtape. 
And then Sugar was an extended play, which I thought Sugar was an album. I'm tired. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, none of these are albums. And she's put out projects year after year. This is because she's operating in the way that mixtapes used to be done. Sugar. You would drop all this stuff to get notoriety and then drop it out. But you already got the notoriety, sis. I know. Sugar is an EP. Fever. Yeah, she still doesn't have an actual album out. Girl, I'm tired. And don't get me started on today's youth and artists with these two-minute songs. <laughs> Y'all need to fix that. Y'all even making some of our some of our veteran artists do crap like that. <laughs> if the song ain't at least three minutes, if you trying to sell me a two-minute song, that's an interlude. Back in the days I think it when you be had cheaper. albums... <laughs> They were interludes. <laughs> they weren't songs. Now y'all passing off interludes for songs. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, back in my day. Right. But then that's why they had to come up with a rule for like an album to be considered for um Grammys has to be like I think thirty minutes. Like okay. they had to come up with all that stuff because people out here putting up look at my new project. I open it up, it's fifteen minutes and nine songs. <laughs> Remember you used to go to like, remember when the mall just, when you, when you used to like buy music mm-hmm. and you would, could go and listen to, to the, the sample? sample? That's what I feel like. <laughs> or remember those little mini players, the little mini uh-huh. disc, the uh-huh. little sample? That's what I feel like I'm listening to. I see uh, nine tracks, 15 minutes. I'm like, what is this? 15 minutes is like. Each one don't even get a minute and a half. 15 minutes should be four songs, maybe five, if they're a little on the light. (laughs) I'm just like, yo, what is going on? Yeah. Rihanna, come back. Look. (laughs) We miss you. We come back. Look, I hate saying it, but Beyonce, come back, because technically Lemonade was like four years ago, and granted, you stretched us with that homecoming. I I had a prediction. Um, Me and Ryan, we had a, a... it was like a prediction, and we put it on our calendar. It, clearly, it was wrong, but our prediction was that she was gonna drop on March eighth, and that did uh, not this ha- year. Yeah, Beyonce. I, I could use happen. a new album. Yeah. Here's the thing: love you for your uh, homecoming live. Mm-hmm. That was cute. It's like don't honor that count, girl. Um, Lion King, that don't count. I appreciate <laughs> the different remixes because I can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And you gave me a little something with your Lion King album because there's a few bops on there. Right. I, I appreciate some but of the bops. Don't count. But that doesn't count. That's not like, a... if we ranked her, I don't know if I would include those. They would no, be I would honorable not. mentions, but no. I'm not including them. No, 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 no. The, first of all, the Lion King album, she ain't even on all the songs. Well, yeah, that's... She curated but she ain't yeah. even on all the songs. Yeah. It is a great body of work, though. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, in the homecoming, no, they wouldn't get an honorable mention because yeah, it's no. her song. It's Some are remixed, songs. but, like, yeah, it's no. it wouldn't. Yeah. So, with that being said... Where Rihanna and Beyonce... Drop us a... Where our music at? Drop me some music. I mean, I know y'all wanted to drop it so we can ride around with our homegirls in the summertime and we won't know if we're going to be able to do that, but... But I could dance around in my house. <laughs> right. At minimum, I could right. dance around my house. Right. Yeah. But you know, and I know we, we need to end, because I know y'all like, wow. <laughs> but I miss the, the moment in time when you had... You had Beyonce out, but you also had like Keisha Cole, and uh-huh. it was Sierra, and it was even Ashanti near the end. Like we just had so many options, mm-hmm. and I just feel like you got 
what's considered top tier. Mm-hmm. And then you have those people who pop up every now and then, but haven't gotten back to like their early 2000s level. Yeah. And then you have the rest of them. And the new, the newbies. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I just, you know, I miss it. I'm literally going to go listen to like old music. <laughs> All right, guys. So yeah, let us know. Where's Paramore? They still making music, I believe. Because I go, I don't know why, but I looked something up about them recently. And I thought they were coming. I thought they broke up for a little bit. They probably did because um, they took a brizzy break. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah the that, last that person album came back was twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's time. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's about that we time. need to do. We should do an episode where we rate our favorite songs in this category. What's a Paramore? What is that category? Is it rock, punk, alternative? Maybe it's alternative. Because, yeah. like, Paramore, Fall You want me to rank albums? No, tracks. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, girl. <laughs> I, want us to, I want us to lean into, okay, I can lean into that. that moment when yeah. we were loving Fall Out Boy, oh, Paramore, yeah. Panic yeah. at the Disco. Yes. That era middle of time, school, yes. middle school, early high school, because <laughs> yeah. um, they had some bops. They did. Um, you can even throw in a little bit of early Maroon 5, because their mm. last Maroon 5 album was actually a little R&B-ish. A little R&B-ish. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it, but very different from early Maroon 5, yeah. which I love early Maroon 5, too. Yeah. I think we should do... we should do a list of our, like... Our top alternative Remember... Wake me up, yeah. wake me up inside. That was a jam, y'all. Save me. That goes on my list. Yeah. That was such a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's so another we could do one. That in a couple episodes. Right, right. We're not going to hit y'all back to back. Give y'all a break. <laughs> All right, guys. Be safe. Be healthy. Um, follow us on our social media channels. Um, girl, I almost said LinkedIn. Jesus, my head we is don't, at work. We don't have we <laughs> my don't, head is still at work. We don't have a LinkedIn, y'all. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, if you ever have topic suggestions or anonymous questions, you can email us goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail dot com. Um, and as always, leave us a rating, a review, or subscribe to us on your favorite um podcast provider. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.